the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm very glad and blessed that you decided to join us this morning. The Lord's blessing upon you all. Uh, yeah, it's raining outside, and I hope you're all prepared for the storm on this uh, Lord's Day. But uh, we're going to get started here. We are a live program here in studio, and we're here to take your calls and pray for your prayer requests. So let's get to it. Let's pray. Let's seek the Lord. Would you join me and let's open the program in prayer? Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for the abundance of your power. Lord, you are all-powerful and able to do all things, Lord. And we come before you, Lord, on this at this time, Lord, to, to seek you for who you are and to seek what you would do and how you'll bless your people, Lord. I pray that needs would be met tonight, Lord, that prayers would be offered up and needs would be met. Father, I pray a blessing upon each and every listener, each and every caller, that your grace and your mercy would be sufficient for all of our needs. Be glorified, Lord, in all that you do. And use this radio program, Lord, for your glory, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. And I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We'll be with you for the next hour or so. We'll be taking your calls, talking about the Bible, talking about Christianity, praying for your prayer requests. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you know, whatever's going on in your life right now, God makes a difference. God is concerned with your life. You know, I think of Jeremiah 29, 11. You know, I know the plans that I have for you. God has a plan for your life. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. He's He's involved with you. If you've given your life to him, he's living in your heart. Jesus is living inside you. The Holy Spirit is living inside you. And they want to bless you. They want to prosper you. The Bible says, I would that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. So as you seek the Lord, you will be blessed. You know, Jeremiah 29, 
tells us that when you search for him with all your heart, he will be found of you, says the Lord. You know, look at this. James, the fifth chapter, tells us, is is anyone cheerful? He is to sing praises. Is anyone among you sick? Then he must call for the elders of the church, and they will pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. So if you're sick, well, first of all, if you're joyful, if you're cheerful, then you should praise the Lord. Give a praise report. Say what the Lord has done for you. Let all know what God has done in your life. And if you're sick, then call. Call for the elders of the church to pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. That's God's promise. That's the word of God. So if you're willing to call, if you're willing to pray, then the Lord will raise you up. The Lord will heal the sick. Call it tonight. Call in tonight with your prayer request. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight and see what the Lord is able to do. Amen. Let's see what the Lord is able to do. Let's see how God can bless you and heal you. Whatever is going on in your life, God is able. And, you know, God has all power and is able to do beyond what you ask. The Bible tells us that. So, you know, if there's a sickness in your life, something you need the Lord to change, call in tonight. You know, I mentioned sickness, but what about your spiritual needs. Maybe you feel far from the Lord. Maybe the Lord just, you don't feel him in your life anymore. Well, you know, if that's going on, God hasn't moved. God still loves you. God still is concerned for you. God hasn't moved. Maybe the, maybe you've done something in your life that you just feel far from the Lord. Well, the Lord is able to bring you back, if you're willing. It just starts in prayer with repentance. Whatever it is that's separating you from God, put it away. Get rid of it. Repent from it. You know, just like the, the 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 prodigal son. You know, he found himself in a pigsty, in a pig pen. And he said, "Enough of this." And he turned his back on that and went back to his father. He repented, and he went back to his father. He told his father, I'm not worthy. But his father received him and loved him, gave him back what he had lost. So why don't you come back to your father? If you have a spiritual need and you want to come back to the Lord, call me at 888-995-5552. If you have a a physical need and you need healing, whether you're suffering from cancers, uh, diabetes, kidney failure, 
uh, high blood pressure, whatever is the sickness in your life, let's seek the Lord for your healing at 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. If you need prayer or if you know somebody who needs prayer, you know, maybe you know somebody suffering. Maybe you know somebody who's, that needs your that that needs God, and they haven't found the Lord yet. Let's pray for their salvation. Let's pray for their healing. You know, we're going to pray for some people that are on the prayer list in a few minutes. But if you know somebody that you need to put on the prayer list, call in eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. What about your Bible questions? If you have a Bible question, excuse me, if you have a Bible question, something in Scripture, something about doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, world religion, whatever, whatever's on your mind tonight, call in and let's talk about your question. Let's see if we can find the answer to your question. I've got a question from the Internet we're going to deal with in just a moment or two. But if you have a question about the Bible, Christianity, Scripture, doctrine, theology, whatever, call in at 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, if you have a, a Bible question, if you have a praise report, and you want to share what the Lord's done in your life this week, this month, then call in at 888-995-5552. Well, as I said, today is the Lord's Day, and we gather together today to go to church. So I I, uh, I want to just share with you that how, how important church is. You know, we get together as the Bible calls us the body of Christ, and we get together for three reasons to go to church. To praise the Lord, to worship God in song, in our prayers, as we pray to the Lord. So there's praise, prayer, and preaching. You know, we go to hear God's word. We go to hear what God has to say to us in his message and from his word. You know, God always has something to say. God has never stopped speaking, working. You know, they say there was 400 years between the Old Testament and the New Testament when there was no prophet in the land of Israel. And that's true. There was no prophet and there was no word from the Lord. But the word never, but the Lord never stopped working. Even through those 400 years, God was preparing the way for Jesus Christ and the gospel to be preached, for salvation to come to the earth. God never stops working. You know, we might ignore God or stop going to church, but God doesn't stop working. So I want to encourage you to be in church Sunday, you know, uh, even though it's Super Bowl Sunday. You know, go to church in the morning, go to church in the afternoon or, or in the evening, whatever your service is. In spite of Super Bowl Sunday, you can record it and watch it later. But be in church. Do not forsake the assembling together book of Hebrews tells us. Let's be together in church. Amen? So whatever time your service is, get to your church. Be involved. Support your church. Your church is there to support you. 
And if you don't have a church, I'd be happy to help you find one. So just email me at sammynla.kkla at gmail.com. Let me know what area you live in, and also I'll uh, recommend one or two churches in your area that uh, that you can visit and see if the Lord would, would plant you there. So again, email me at sammynla, that's S-A-M-M-Y, and as a Nancy, L-A dot K-K-L-A at gmail.com. With your, just tell me what area you live in, what city you live in, uh, and I'll recommend a couple of churches in your area. You could also email me with your prayer requests. You know, and we'll be praying for you during the week, and then here on the radio, you can email me questions about the Bible. I've got an email here from uh, from Steph that we're going to answer the question just in a minute. So, if you have a question that you want to email me, I'll answer it on the following broadcast. So email me at Sammy N L A, that's S A M M Y N as in Nancy, L A dot K K L A at Gmail dot com and uh, I'll answer your questions. We'll be paying for your prayer requests and recommending a church in your area. <coughs> Excuse me. So uh let's get to our prayer list and then we'll go to our question. Uh we want to pray for many. He's, he'll be uh, finishing up his chemotherapy, these rounds, and doing a scan. So we're going to ask the Lord to complete the healing for many from cancer. Jr. we want to pray for him recovering from cancer. We want to pray for Joey and Nicole for their needs. We want to pray for JC for healing. Steph uh, is asking for prayer for her health and finances. And then Mimi is asking prayer for her health and also to pass her midterm. So, Father, we come before you, Lord, with these prayer requests, knowing, Lord, that we can come to your throne of grace confidently. We come before you, Lord, knowing that you hear our prayers. Lord, we offer up these prayers in faith, Lord, that you would heal many, Mugodad, that you would heal J.R., Lord, heal them from cancer. Bless them, Lord. We pray for Armianka, Mugodad, that you would bless her and heal her from cancer, Lord. Lord, that these would be praise reports, Lord, of your strength, your power, your healing, Lord, your grace and your mercy. Lord, I pray for Joey and Nicole for their needs, Mugodad, that you would just bless them abundantly, Lord, that your grace would be poured out for them, Lord, and that your grace, by your grace, you would supply for all of their needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I pray for J.C.'s healing, Mugodad, that you would heal her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, that your grace and your mercy, that your healing, that the touch of your hand would be upon her, Lord. I thank you, Father. And Lord, we pray for Steph, for her health and her finances, Lord, that you would just increase all of your blessings upon her, Lord, that you would open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. And I pray for Mimi, Lord, for her health, for your grace and your mercy, your healing, Lord, and that you would just give her wisdom and knowledge to pass her midterms, all according to your purpose and your plan, Lord, for 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 these lives, Lord, for these your children, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, praise the Lord, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, I'm so glad you joined us, I uh, hope you'll keep us tuned in and call in. For your prayer request, the number is 888-995-5552. If you need prayer or if you know somebody who needs prayer, lift them up. 
You know, I didn't mention addictions. You know, how many of us, I think we all know somebody who's addicted to either alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography. So if there's a problem in your life with addiction and you want to break the chains of addiction, call in tonight. You know, those chains get broken through prayer and through the help that we find in the Lord and others. So won't you call tonight? If you if you're addicted to alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography, any other addiction, if there's something in your life that you want to get rid of like that, or if you know somebody, if you're concerned for somebody who's on drugs or alcohol, call in tonight and let's lift them up in prayer. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, or if you have a Bible question. And talking about Bible questions, we have a Bible question here. Uh, It says, why was the book of Enoch removed from the Bible? Well, the book of Enoch has been, uh, is part of a a group of books called the Apocrypha. Uh, It's one of several books that's uh, called the Apocrypha, Enoch, uh, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd Maccabees. And they're not included in our Bible because they didn't pass the canon. They're not canonical books. And what that means is they weren't deemed to be inspired. You know, the Bible tells us that all Scripture is inspired. It's God-breathed. And they they weren't deemed to be inspired. Uh, they didn't pass the canon. And the canon is just a measuring rod or a standard that's used uh, to determine uh, Scripture, to, de- to determine inspiration. You know, uh, we don't decide what Scripture, we discover what Scripture is, what books are Scripture, what books are, are, are God-breathed or, or from the Lord. And Jude tells us that we have We have God's Word. It says, uh, Beloved, while I was making every effort to write to you about our common salvation, I felt necessity to write to you, appealing that you contend earnestly for the faith which was once delivered for all handed down to the saints. Your faith has been handed down to you through Scripture. It says that we have received our faith through Scripture. So, uh, and he's saying that you contend earnestly for the faith. We we contend for Scripture. We contend, we defend uh, God's Word and the Bible. Uh, so we have Scripture that is inspired. Uh, Enoch was not inspired. Uh, and how do we know that? Because it didn't pass the canon. Uh, there are certain standards used in the canon. Uh, one is authorship. You know, who was the author? And is the author considered someone who's been used by God? Uh, like Moses. Uh, Moses was used by God. Who can, uh, you know, contend with Moses as, as being uh, inspired by God to write Scripture? You know, who can contend? Peter, the apostle. Even Paul uh, says that Peter's writings was, was inspired or a Scripture. 
You know, so we look at the authorship. You know, who's the author? Also, you look at does what's written in the book, uh, uh, does it agree or does it uh, contradict uh, other books that we know as Scripture? You know, if a book contradicts something that's in the Gospels or contradicts uh, Moses, uh, the Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, if it, if it doesn't uh, go along with books that we know are scriptural or inspired, then we know that it's not inspired. That book is not inspired. Uh, also, did the early church uh, uh, accept these this book as inspired or insp- uh, inspired by God as scripture. And uh, many Jewish uh, traditions do not accept Enoch. Uh, it was never accepted in the Old Testament as scripture. So that's why the book of Enoch is not uh, uh, included in the Bible, in our Protestant Bible. Now, in the uh, Catholic Bible, uh, the Apocrypha is included, uh, the books of the Apocrypha, but not in our Bible. The main, you know, what you would, if you would walk into a bookstore, uh, which most people can't walk into a bookstore anymore, you and you and you'd look for a Bible. Uh, the Apocrypha is not included, so that's why Enoch is not included. It's just not. Uh, it's, it doesn't. It was never deemed inspired. Uh, it wasn't included in our Bible. Uh, there are many things in the book of Enoch that just contradict uh, Scripture or contradict uh, the, uh, the things in Genesis. So I hope that helps, Steph. Uh, if you have any more questions, you can email me at Sammy, N-L-A, that's S-A-M-M-Y, N is in Nancy, L-A dot K-K-L-A at gmail.com. Email me with your questions, with your prayer requests, Uh, church recommendations, just let me know uh, what area you live in. Amen? Okay, well, if there's, uh, let's go to our phone lines. So call in at 888-995-5552, and we'll go to our first caller and talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Sammy, what's up? How you doing? Doing well, Jeremiah. How you doing? Okay, well, I have... Well, here, I had a question, and I'm going to have Let me tell you. Enoch walked with Elohim, and he was special to him. And look, the reason why he didn't make it in the Scriptures is because, because they took out and they added. Because if you notice, too, some Bibles don't even have that Scripture about prayer and fasting. So I believe Enoch didn't make it because they didn't put him there. No, I disagree. I, I have to disagree with you, Jeremiah, because okay. Well, I don't care. Look at it. I don't care if you disagree or not. Okay. okay. Here, want me to tell you the truth? Your opinion don't matter to me. I'm giving you my. I'm giving my opinion. So Enoch should have been in there because Enoch walked with Elohim, and he was special to Elohim. Was he not special to him? Uh, I don't believe you're. You know, I don't think you're talking about the same Enoch. Okay. Enoch, this Enoch <coughs> was the great-grandfather of Noah, okay? And the Enoch that you're talking about came after Noah. The, the, the Enoch that, uh, that the Bible says walked with God and then uh, was, was uh, raptured uh, by God. It says he walked with God and one day he was not. 
You're talking about two different Enochs. Enoch, Enoch, this Enoch was the father of Methuselah. Methuselah was the father of Lamech, and Lamech was the father of Noah. Okay, and all these, all all these previous men, if they didn't die before, got wiped out in the flood. The Enoch you're talking about came later. Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was two Enoch. Yeah, I want, and then I had another question, and then I wanted you to say for my friend. Like, what is your uh, what is your greatest argument for Elohim existence? Let's say I, I don't understand. Stuff. Say that again. What's your question? Like, what is your greatest argument for Yahweh's existence? You know, because a lot of like they say, if atheists come to you and say there is no God or, uh-huh. or like Him don't exist, like what is your greatest argument with them? Like, how do you like how do you prove to them that He exists? Like, what's your defense? That's what I want to know. Okay, how do you how do you? Well, it's it's the the greatest. Uh, argument for the existence of God is the universe and the earth. Uh, it tells us in, in, in Romans uh, that hold on, that, that, uh, that God is revealed in his creation, in what he's created. You know, everything comes from something. You know, uh, there's, there's, you know like if you're, if you're sitting at a table, you know, that table is, possible, is probably made out of wood, and that wood came from a tree, and that tree came from the ground, you know, but who created the, you know, who created the tree? How did, that, how did it get there? You know, God created, there has to be, for everything that's made, there has to be a creator, and God created the universe. There's no way that the universe could be in such harmony and everything can work so perfectly for the existence of of humans on the earth without a creator there's uh the evidence of god in the design of the universe and the design uh of uh of nature you know that's that's one of if not the greatest uh uh arguments for the existence of God. Uh, one of the best teachings I ever had was at uh, Biola, and you can look it up on the, on the internet. It's the uh, Kalam cosmological argument for the existence of God, and it's a uh, it's a great uh, teaching uh, from the from from the existence of the universe uh, that God exists. You know, and and the Book of Romans tells us that uh, there's no excuse. Uh, there's no excuse for anybody uh, because uh, not to believe in God. That we all believe in God because of because of nature, because of what we see in nature. You know, it says, "For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness, because." That which is known about God is evident within them, for God made it evident to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power, and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so that they are without excuse. So man is without excuse because within us is the knowledge of God, that God exists, and we see that God exists 
through his creation, through nature. And that's Romans, the first chapter, uh, verse 18 uh, through 20. Okay. And then you said there was another one of them we were talking about the universe and Romans, you said? That's what I'm talking about. Romans, the first chapter, Romans 1, 18 through 20, says that man is without excuse because we see God's, we see God's existence through creation. Okay. Okay. I wanted to know if you could uh, pray for my friend Tyrone, because his nephew died a couple days ago. was about 41 or 42, and and, uh, that's it. Yes, you could pray for him. Okay. Well, with that, we pray for Tyrone. We just lift up Tyrone to you, Lord. That your grace and your mercy would be upon him, your comfort and your peace, Lord, in this time. If he hasn't come to know you, I pray for salvation, Modell. And as he, if he knows you, Lord, I pray for your comfort and your peace upon him, Lord, that you would be his comforter, that you would be the one who, who gives him grace and mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Sammy. Thank you very much. Have a nice night. Okay. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. If you have a prayer request, something you want to bring before the Lord, then I invite you to call in tonight. If you have a Bible question, something you'd like to ask uh, about Christianity, about Scripture, about doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, world religion, whatever's on your mind tonight, you can call in at 888-995-5552. That's 888 888- Nine nine five 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 two. If you have a Bible question, if you have a, a prayer request, call in tonight. You know, something I'd like to ask: What's the hardest question you've been ever you've ever been asked about your faith? You know, Jude tells us to contend earnestly for the faith that lies within us, to, to stand up for your faith, to stand up for what you believe. Contend is, uh, is actually a, a boxing, uh, it's a term that's used in boxing. You know, to be a contender is to get in the ring and, uh, and, and fight for, for, for what you believe, to fight for, for, for that championship or whatever, you know. But can you contend for the faith? Are you able to defend Christianity? And what's the hardest question you've ever been asked? What's the question that's come against you? You know, Jeremiah was asking, what's the, what's the best argument for, to, to explain the existence of God or to show that God exists? You know, have you ever been asked that question? Have you been able to answer that question? What question have you been asked that's the hardest, that was the hardest for you to answer or maybe you didn't have an answer? Well, call in tonight. Let's talk about it. 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you know somebody who's in, in, involved in addiction, let's pray for them. If you have a Bible question, call in tonight. Don't let this time pass by. 888 995 Five 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 two. Let's go to our next caller and talk to David. Hi, David. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. What's going on? Hi, Sammy. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing? 
I'm doing okay. Um, I just need prayer because I'm on Thursday. I'm going for a stress test on my heart, mm-hmm. and um, I need prayer for my cousin's wife who just had brain surgery. Her name is Lupe. I want to pray for her too. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's pray. Father, we come before your throne of grace, Lord. And I pray for David, Lord, as he goes for this test, for the stress test, Lord. Father, that he would get through the test without any problems, Lord. Lord, that you would, that your blessing would be so abundantly upon him, Lord. Lord, that your healing would so be upon him, Lord, that there would be no need to do anything else but this stress test, Lord. That this stress test, Lord, would just be a confirmation of your grace and your mercy and your healing upon David's heart. That there would wouldn't be any blockages in his arteries, Lord, that his heart muscle would be well, Lord, that, that this test would show, Lord, that you've already healed him, Lord, from whatever was going on in his heart, Lord, that he would be healed totally and completely, Father, that he would pass this test with flying colors. Lord, I thank you and I praise you. Lord, we pray for Lupe, Lord, as her as she recovers from surgery, Lord. We just pray, Lord, that that, that you would heal her totally and completely, Lord. We thank you for doctors. We thank you for surgeons, Lord. But we look to you as our ultimate healer, Lord. And you are Lupi's ultimate healer, Lord. So I just pray, Lord, that her brain functions and her motor functions would all be normal, Lord. That she would have full ability in her in her arms, in her legs, in her fingers, in her... Lord, that every part of her body, Lord, would function normally, Lord. That her speech would be well her hearing, her eyesight, Lord, that you would just abundantly bless her, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, David. Give me a call next week. Let me know how things go at at the heart, at the stress test. Okay. All right. Well, God bless you. God bless. Good night. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We just passed the bottom of the hour, so we'll be with you for another 26 minutes. So let's get your prayer request in during this time. Let's get your Bible question in during this time. The number is 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, or if you know somebody who needs prayer, you can call in tonight at 888-995-5552. Call that number for your prayer request. Let's get your prayers before the Lord. Let's get your Bible questions answered. Uh, Let's get your praise reports out there so you can encourage other people. Let somebody know what the Lord has done for you this week, this month, how the Lord has blessed you, and how the Lord is able to bless. Amen. Number is 888-995-5552. Well, like I said, we just passed the bottom of the hour. And I usually take this time to let you know uh, that we are a listener-supported program here at KKLA. Uh, That means that uh, we need your financial help to stay here at KKLA. So would you pray this week about supporting us here at the Gypsy Christian Hour? Would you pray and ask the Lord if he would have you support us with your financial contributions? And if so... You can make a check or money order out to GCH Ministries. That's GCH Ministries. And send your donation to P.O. Box 93917, 
That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. So if if you feel that uh, that this program is a blessing, or uh, if you just feel that the Lord would have you support us with a $5, $10, $50, $100 donation, whatever you send in, there are no small donations. Every donation counts. Every dollar counts. And whatever you send in will go directly to keeping us here at KKLA every Saturday night at midnight as we come to you for prayer, for uh, Bible questions, for uh, information on the Bible, information on the Lord. As we seek the Lord here, would you seek the Lord and ask him if he would have you help us stay here at KKLA. Again, that's GCH Ministries, P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Amen. Well, listen, um, I shared something here last month, and I think uh, it's worth sharing again here. Uh, about the year, you know, here we are in 2024. Excuse me. Uh, I'm a little stuffy tonight. Uh, here we are in 2024, right? And we're looking ahead to the next 11 months. We just passed January. We're just beginning February. And, you know, it's like, what can we expect in this next year? What can we expect in 2024? What are you looking forward to? What are your plans? What are your hopes? What are your desires? You know, James tell us, tells us that we shouldn't plan to say, we'll go to so-and-so town and we'll stay there for so many weeks or months and we'll make money. We should say, if it's the Lord's will. If it's the Lord's will, we'll go to this town and do such and such. We always put the Lord's will before our own will. We always seek God for what his desire is. But what can we look forward to in this year? What can we expect? Well, we don't know. You know, nobody has the ability to see the next coming months, to see the next year. We all take it one day at a time. We can look back, but you can't look forward. We don't, you know, we can look back and see what's happened in the past, but nobody has that ability to look into the future except God. God knows the future from the past. He knows the the end from the beginning. You know, no one can be sure of what is going to happen in this next year. But you know something I said? We can look into the past. And what do we know about God in the past? We know that he's faithful. You know, the God in the Bible, the Bible tells us what we can expect from God. Deuteronomy 7, 9. Know therefore that the Lord your God, he is faithful. The faithful God, who keeps his covenant 
and his loving kindness to a thousand generations, to those who love him and keep his commandments. The Bible tells us that God is faithful. We can look in the past and see God has been faithful to his people. He has never been unfaithful. He's always been faithful to his people. He's always kept his word. The Bible tells us in Lamentations 3.22, the Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease. His loving kindnesses never cease. For his compassion, his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. The Bible says, great is your faithfulness. Great is God's faithfulness. Second Thessalonians 3, 3 and 4 says, But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. So the Bible tells us that God is faithful. God will never let you down. He might not do what you want him to do, what you expect him to do, but he never changes. God is faithful. Hebrews 13.8 tells us, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God never changes. Jesus never changes. The same Jesus that you prayed to yesterday is the same Jesus you prayed to today. So God is faithful. You know how I know? Because God was faithful to us in 2023. The same God who carried us through 2023 will carry us through 2024 and 2025 and up until the rapture and even beyond. You know, God is faithful. He will never let you down. You know, the same God who sustained us all these years. You know, I've been a Christian since 1977, you know, what is that, 40-some-odd years? How long have you been a Christian? Has he ever let you down? You know, he might not have done what you expected him to do. He might not have done what he wanted you to do, but he got you through it all. You know, David tells us that we can walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that God sustains us through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, he didn't tell you to stop walking. He said, yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He didn't say, you know, stop or, 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 or make a camp or spend the night or pitch a tent. No, he said, walk through the valley of the shadow of death. God walks with us through, sustains us through those valleys. He gets us through the hard times. He might not get you through the way you want or the way you desire. You know, we all want that instant, instantaneous, miraculous, get me out of this. You know, but usually God doesn't get you out. He takes you through. And by taking you through, you know, you see his sustaining ability. You see his blessing. 
You know, we all want to be taken out of our situations. But God doesn't usually take you out. He gets you through. You know, God took the Israelites out of Egypt, but he took them through the desert for 40 years. He took them through the desert before they got to the promised land. So what has God gotten you through in 2023? Whatever it was, it's past now. And there'll be new things to get through. You know, what can what 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 can we say for sure about this next this this new year that we're in? You know, we're gonna elect a president. We know that the election's coming up in November. We're gonna elect a president, we're gonna elect a senator, we're gonna elect different officials, we're gonna vote. You know, there's gonna be bills that we have to pay. You know, whether you own a house and you pay a mortgage or you're in a house and you're paying rent. The electric bill is going to be there. The water bill, we have bills to pay. You know, right now we're we're, we're in tax season. We've got taxes to pay, you know, and no, nobody enjoys tax season except all the CPAs, you know. But we've got tax season to deal with. We're going to have things to overcome. We're going to have things to get through. But I can be faithful. I can know that God is faithful. I can be sure of God's faithfulness. I can be sure that God will get us through. He'll get you through whatever obstacles are in your way for his purpose, his plan, his will for your life. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I know the plans that I have for you. And they're plans to prosper you, he says, and not for your calamity, but to give you a future and a hope. You know, most things we faced in years past, we're going to face them again. We'll face them in this year. But our comfort is that God is greater than our obstacles. God is greater than our problems. God is stronger and more powerful and able to do all things beyond even what we ask. Ephesians three twenty and 21 is, is a scripture that I always quote, you've heard it many times here on the radio show, it says, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. Did you hear that? There's a power that works within us, the power of Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit. So to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. So to him be the glory who got you through 2023 and is going to get you through 2024. To him be the glory. God's the one who does it. You know, we don't do anything in our own power. Do you know how powerless we are? We don't control anything that goes on around us. God is in control. So when, so when you accomplish and you get through things, give him the glory. It says to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus and to all generations forever and ever. Amen. You know, give him the glory for he's the one who gets you through it. He's the one who achieves and who, 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 who gets you to accomplish the things that you do.
the things you get through, God will get you through it. You know, he's just that powerful. We're powerless. He's powerful. Amen? You know, I'd love to tell you that God's Word guarantees that you won't have any problems this year, that everything's going to be perfect. That's not my message. That's not the message of the Bible. That's a that's a false message. They tell you, oh, don't worry. It's all going to be flowers and, 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 and roses and you're not going to have any problems. Just give your life to Christ and everything's going to go right for you from now on. That's not the message of the Bible. That's not Jesus' words. Jesus didn't tell you it's going to be easy. He said it's going to have, you're going to have problems. John 16.33 tells us that. He says, these things I have spoken to you so that in me, in me, again I'm going to say In me, you may have peace. In Christ, you can have peace. In Christ, you can have assurance. In the world, you have tribulation. That means you have problems. There's tribulation in the world. But take courage. I have overcome the world. Jesus overcame the world for you and for me so that in him, we have peace. You can have peace. You know, you, even though you can't see the future, you don't know what's coming. And ba- most, you know, basically, you wouldn't want to know what's coming. You know, we don't want to know. We really don't want to know what's going to happen to us. We don't want to know things. You know, everybody thinks they'd want to be able to predict the future. But you want to predict the future for other people. You don't want to see what's going to happen to you in the future. You probably couldn't take it. But we take it one day at a time. We deal with things as they come up. In the world, there's problems. In the world, there's tribulation. There's a lot of junk that happens. A lot of stuff that happens. But in him we have the peace to know that he'll get us through it all. Jesus has the power to keep you, to sustain you, and to get you through it all. In the world problems, in Christ we have peace. That's what we can expect in these next coming months, these next coming years, for the rest of our life, as long as we're here on earth. As long as we're in Christ, we can have peace, knowing he'll get us through every circumstance, every situation. You know, if we live our lives in the world, if you live a worldly, carnal life, we'll suffer the trials and the tribulations of sin and death. And again, that's not my that's not my that's not my words. That that's the Bible. If we live our lives for ourselves, if we live a worldly life, a carnal life, to fulfill every lustful pleasure, we will suffer the trials and tribulations of sin and and death. That's what happens. That's what the Bible says. But if we live our lives in Christ as a new creation, a new creature every day, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. If we live our lives in Christ as a new creation every day, 
we will have his peace and we will overcome. We will have victory over the world, over sin, the flesh, and all the evil of the enemy, all the evil of this world. We will have victory. We are more than overcomers. We are more, you know, we're warriors. We overcome as warriors in Christ. That's God's promise. That's his word. The Bible tells us in Jeremiah, I've quoted to you many times. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans for welfare and not for calamity. To give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me. And I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. He goes on and says, I will restore your fortunes and will gather you from the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord. I will bring you back to the place from where I sent you into exile. God will, God will do it. He has a plan for you. You know, he, was talking, he was talking to the Israelites who were in Babylon in captivity because they've been driven out of their land. But he said, I'll bring you back. I'm going to bring you back. I'm going to get you through this situation, through this circumstance. They were there for 70 years, but he brought them back. He had a plan for them. He had a plan for them even while they were there. He told them, while you're there, plant vineyards. Occupy the land. Cultivate the land. Do Live your life, true, until I bring you back. Second Chronicles seven eleven through sixteen says, Then Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's palace, and successfully completed all that he had planned on doing in the house of the Lord and in his palace. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon at night and said to him, I have heard your prayer, and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. If I shut up the heavens, so that there is no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, and my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayer offered in this place. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. Do you humble yourself and pray, or do you just keep going on your own way? We have the promise of God that when we pray, that when we seek him, no matter what we're going through, whether it's the fact, whether it's a drought or the locusts have devoured our land or there's pestilence among us, we can be assured that when we pray, God hears us. One last, one last uh, scripture. Psalm fifty fifteen says, Call upon me in the day of trouble. I shall rescue you, and you will honor me. Call upon me in time of trouble. There's so many more scriptures. There's Romans 8, Psalm 34, Psalm 103, Psalm, uh, Exodus 14. I can go on and on with scriptures of showing God's faithfulness. God is faithful. 
will you come to him and ask him to be faithful to you? Will you ask for God's faithfulness? Will you come to him and, 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 and just believe and trust in him? Well, if you've never done that yet, I invite you to come to the Lord. Come to the Lord and seek him. Come to the Lord for salvation. If you've never received Christ, I invite you, before we go off the air, to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and just say, Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on the cross to forgive my sins. I now repent from my sins and ask you to forgive me. Forgive me from all of my sins that I've committed before you in this world and save me. Come and live in my heart and be my Savior and be my Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me. Thank you for receiving me into your family and help me to walk in the Spirit In your precious name I pray. Amen. Well, if you just prayed that prayer and you meant it, you just received salvation, the greatest gift you'll ever receive. And your eternal destiny will be to be with Jesus forever when we leave this earth. So this is the first day of your new life with Christ. I encourage you to start praying on a regular basis, reading his word on a regular basis, going to church. If you don't have a church, you can email me. If you don't have a Bible, I'll send you one. Just email me at sammynla.kkla at gmail.com and I'll send you a Bible. I'll recommend a church in your area. But congratulations. God bless you. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Well, as you can hear the the, the music playing in the background, we're out of time for this edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour. I pray God's blessing upon you, keep you safe during this next couple of days with these storms and stuff. You know, if you're if it's you know possible, you know, work from home or but try and stay out of the weather. God bless you. Stay safe. God willing we'll be back here next Saturday night. God bless you and good night. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.